Hey everybody, it's Graham and it's Friday, which means today we get to bring you another trending clip. This week, Tom Hanks. This trending clip comes from our TikTok. Hope you enjoy. I wanted to bring up three situations and what okay. you were trying to gain from those instances. The first being uh, conversations with Sully uh, leading into your performance in the movie. Certainly with Sully, so with um, uh, Richard Phillips uh, for when we did Captain Phillips, and even um, Charlie Wilson when we made the movie uh, uh, Charlie Wilson's War. They were the guys. I was playing them, you know. Uh, and I, I said the same thing to them every time I sat down. Look, for, for good or bad, I'm you. I know you probably wanted, you know, Brad Pitt or Kevin Costner where you're stuck with me. Jim Lovell as well. This sort of like began with Jim Lovell on Apollo 13. Uh, and I said, look, um, well, I'm going to say things you never said. I'm going to do things you never did. I'm going to be places you never were. But I want to be as authoritative and actual and as real as possible. I want to carry as much as the DNA of you in that circumstance, or you in that moment, into this movie. Like, this is a great example. We had a scene in, in Sully, written by Todd Kermanicki, that I said, what, what is this bullshit about, you know, Sully buying a tuna sandwich at, uh, at uh, LaGuardia before he goes on? And I said, I, and I apologize. I said, Sully, I'm sorry, but we're going to have you buy a tuna sandwich. And he says, oh, you have to buy a tuna sandwich. And they're expensive at LaGuardia. I wish they were cheaper. And I said, <laughs> so what do you mean? He said, they don't pay us. They don't feed us on the plane. I said, wait a minute. I've seen movies about airlines and the stewardess brings you in a tray. For that. No, they save money. They don't feed us anything on the plane. We bring our own lunch. And I didn't know this, but uh, Sully told me that the moment the plane pulls away from the gate, there is no conversation allowed that is not about the position of the plane and the flight plan. If there's an accident and the FAA listens to the black box and hears you talking about the Knicks game and getting, getting a, going out for good stakes in, uh, in Philadelphia, they, they will say, your mind was not on flying that plane. Knowing that there are these kind of pressures of it just end up adding to the tapestry of the movie. And when you were uh, in, in Castaway or preparing for the role uh, mm -hmm. of a shipwreck victim, you were studying the psychology of people in similar situations. You, you said at some point uh, in the latter half of shooting, you lost all sense of when the camera was actually rolling. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, because it didn't matter. <laughs> because that, that movie was literally about, about physical action. Um, and I don't even recall where the camera was set up. It was just always set up somewhere because what I had to do was I had to lash a raft together. I had to try to open a coconut. I had to, uh, I had to, I had to make a fire. I had to climb in or out of a cave. It was just me and the box and the lens and, uh, and the behavior. And you said you almost felt like you were going nuts by the end of it, though. Yeah. And, and that also you could actually hear what the volleyball Wilson was saying back to you. Yeah. When, when, when Wilson was born, uh, I had dialogue with him, and I heard his, I heard his dialogue in my head. Uh, we, I did go, I did go crazy because I, I never, had a day, <laughs> never had a day off. I never had a shot off. I was never off camera for anything. It was, it was, the whole movie was, the whole movie was like point and shoot. 
I, I don't even I don't even recall hearing action and cut. You just kind of like we just kind of like wander into the frame and wander out, and that's how that's how we shot the movie. I, I it was it could have been very very undisciplined, but uh, Bob got what he needed. So thank God. In Forrest Gump, explain uh, the battle with the studio over the cross country run and why oh, yeah. you actually ended up cutting checks yourself. I think. But, well, the studio just said we can't afford it. You're not going to do it. And uh, Bob said, um, yeah, there's no movie. This, it's too important a part of the movie just to cut. We can make this work. And they said, no, you can't. And it came around to me and uh, uh, my, my crack agent said, uh, Bob's going to come talk to you about, about um, but what we called it the run, you know, about the run. And I said, why is he talking to me? He's the boss. I'll do whatever he says. This is above my pay grade. And Bob came and he, and uh, we talked one night. He drove out and he talked at night. I said, how are you doing, Bob? And he said, look, I can't, I can't do that. You, you are the only guy in the, you are, you are Forrest Gump. You, you're the title role in this. There is no movie without you playing him. I need you to be, not an actor, not an employee. I need you to be my soulmate. I will open up the cuts and, and talk about every aspect of the post-production of this with you, if you will be my, my, uh, my collaborator and not just my employee. And I said, uh, okay, deal. Okay, let's do that. Now what? And he said, well, this run is going to cost X amount of dollars. And it wasn't cheap. And uh, I said, okay. He said, I, you and I are going to split that amount and we're going to give it back. Okay, we'll, we'll give you the money back, but you guys are going to have to share the profits a little bit more. Which the studio said, fabulous, great, okay. <laughs> it was good for us too. But then it happened again later on in the movie. They said, uh, the weather is such that we can't... Uh, we can't get the insurance coverage on it. The studio said, so you guys can't shoot. And we said, Bob and I said, oh, we'll cover the insurance. And we did. And so that it ended up being very easy, very easy after that. And you know, and Bob, is, Bob, was, not a, uh, Bob was not a pushover. We, we shot the first three days on, on that movie. Bob came in to me uh, on our third day and he said, hey, look, I know what you're trying to do. I know how nervous you are, and I, I know how how self uh, how self conscious this can be before we get into the groove. But we we're not going to use any of these first three days because I don't I don't think you have it. You haven't got the character. And I said I don't. I don't. You're right. So walk me through this. And he just said, "Don't do so. Don't try so hard." And it was like, oh, geez, you know, I thought the job was to try as hard as you can. And, and then from that, everything settled down. I mean, it was in a, in a, in a moment's notice. But that's a, that's a type of collaborative process that, you know, it's come about between me and Bob now. We've, we've had some version of that every time we've worked together. And as Bob says, you know, all these movies are minefields. You have no idea if you're doing it well. You don't have no idea if you're, if you're making the right decision or not. You just have to go forward with, a, a type of, uh, of faith um, that you have in yourself and, and in each other. 
One quick thing before you leave, please consider giving the podcast a rating and review. Those go a really long way in helping us reach new listeners.